0: my name is Ollie Peart and beaming his face through 5G to me is Tim Warwood and this is the at Break podcast the winter sports equivalent of that fishing show the one with Robson Green love that no, show no 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 here's what's coming up on the show today
1: he sort of looked like Santa, but if Santa was on crack. And I just really, I really didn't like him. Broadcaster
0: Vic Hope throws shade at Austrian ski instructors. It's been an epic week on the slopes for the Brits. I'll fill you in on all the details. And why heated ski poles are electric pants. All that coming up on the Appray podcast. Oh, would you look at that. Looks like a storm is blowing in, just as the last run stragglers ski to the bottom. But we've dipped out before being engulfed by the blizzard, kicked off our boots and our feet are steaming next to the fire. Ready to update you on another week on the mountain. It's medals all round, in it, Tim? Mate, isn't it just
2: history for Team Great Britain for great britain snow sport athletes you know you know that they're only called team gb during the olympics anyway that's another story charlotte banks won gold yes history in the making the first ever female snowboard world champion she won gold in idrafial in sweden and yeah exceptional she was born in the uk moved to france when she was four Um, She's defected back to the UK now, um, represents Great Britain, and she only went and smashed it at the World Champs last weekend and uh, brought home the gold medal. That's amazing. Well done, Charlotte really good hey and it doesn't end there because the men's had a really good showing mr. Ollie Davis bagged himself a fourth place no medal for him but still a really good showing in the men's ski cross then over in Finland uh, we had James Barnes he's going to be bringing home two silver medals thanks to two exceptional performances in back-to-back World Cups in the men's Para, snowboard, cross.
0: Well, the thing about the Brits winning all this stuff, which is incredible and it's easy to forget sometimes, we just do not have the facilities, the experience, I suppose, that those that live in Alpine countries do. And yet here we are going off to these world competitions and we're winning medals. That is amazing.
2: Yeah, we're not considered a snowy nation at all. Did you know Iceland has never won an Olympic winter medal? I mean... Who'd have thought it? But yeah, you're right. We're we're there. We're smashing it, and we're getting amongst it. Admittedly, you know, we're we're kind of almost buying the medals. Charlotte Banks was born and raised in France and um, plied her trade there, and has now defected back to the UK. But doesn't matter. Still British.
0: Still counts. Um, hey Tim, I think I'm not sure, but I think I have found the most pointless invention for the mountains.
2: Is it a winter mountain goat? That doesn't like heights.
0: That's more of a evolutionary malfunction. No, this this is heated ski poles. A company no. called uh, Magnitude Sport, great name, have raised over sixty-six thousand dollars in crowdfunding to start manufacturing what they say is the world's first heated ski pole. Now, clearly, quite a few people think this is a good idea because two hundred and two people have invested in this thing. Um, but I'm here to tell you why it's pointless. Why is that? Well, when you when you go snowboarding, Tim, what wh- what do you wear on your hands? Gloves. Rest my case. I mean, yeah, I'm a
2: bit sp- speechless. Yeah, i suppose yeah but but what's the point well guess because you can get actual heated gloves you can buy gloves that heat up you can in fact you can buy pretty much heated you can buy heated
0: boots you can buy you can buy a heated hat i've seen heated gloves is fine if you've got the heated poles you put the the poles down right so you haven't got heated gloves you put the poles down then your hands are cold again it's absolutely stupid so more good news um is that you know there's still shed
2: loads of snow in scotland don't you um, it's still coming down. We're going to be skiing up there in April, I guarantee it. Anyway, do you know, the snow absolutely everywhere, or at least there was. Do you know what? It's been fecking freezing all over Europe, hasn't it? Absolutely everywhere.
0: It's been so cold that canals have frozen yeah. over Tim.
2: And do you know what you do when canals freeze over? What's that? Well, you go ice skating on them, don't you? In your pants. A video has popped <laughs> up online of a man in Amsterdam skating on a canal in his pants. And the audio of this is nothing short of brilliant. Take a listen. How mad is that? It sounds like an X-Wing from Star Wars. I
0: don't even understand the science of what is happening there but it's hilarious and he gets (laughs) out he got out but not like because the wall was too high so he got out over the ice
2: really really good Uh, if you do want to have a look uh you'll find the link to that video in the show notes do you know what ollie Mm. heated pants would be good have a think about that. I'm just going to go and open the door of our fictitious log cabin.
0: Hated pants.
2: They would though, wouldn't they? Where would you put the batteries? <laughs> Who's there? It's me, Vic. Vic who?
1: Vic Hope.
2: Hey. hey. hey.
1: hey. In, calm, in. in you come, in you come. I'm freezing my tits off. Thank you. Mate,
2: take your boots off, ladies and gents. It's only Vic Hope now. This person right here has a CV longer than a French lift queue in Easter half term. Now, check this out. <laughs> A Cambridge grad, speaks French, en Francais, Hablo Espanol and Portuguese. Uh, Vicky's a TV (laughs) and radio presenter. She hosts shows on Capital, Radio One, Sky, ITV, Dave, basically everybody. She's also a journalist, a published author with some killer credentials and bagging the Broadcasting Powerhouse Award at the Marie Claire Future Shapers Awards. Oh, and if that's not enough, she's also an Amnesty International Ambassador. Vic, come on.
1: That? I just walked through the door, Tim. It's a lot, it's a lot to take in. I've hardly got my shoes off. Did we miss anything? Did no. we miss anything? It was more than enough. That was lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Um would your mum have added anything else to that list?
1: Mum, uh well, probably um recently chef of Nigerian cuisine. What's a top Nigerian dish? The, well, the dishes that I've been learning, I've only started learning these during the lockdown. We've been doing little classes, masterclasses over Zoom. But stuff like jollof rice, okra soup, um, plantain, uh, stew, oh, oxtail soup. Yeah, some right. lovely pepper soup, really hot pepper soup. But I've, I was rubbish for the first 30 years of my life and I, I didn't really pay any attention in the kitchen. And then this whole thing happened. i thought you know what now is my chance there's no excuses anymore and i love it so i've learned to cook nigerian food and mum says it's very possible now that someone might marry me what we're here to speak to you about is your experience skiing and your ski holidays. i am rubbish i am rubbish at skiing just to make that very clear
0: we all are we all are and that's that's well no we want to feel better me and tim want to feel better about ourselves so what are your skiing credentials i've (laughs) been skiing
1: three times once to france uh once to austria and once to bulgaria and then one of the places the other place was austria and it was called i don't know what it was called
2: did it have a scent saint at the
1: t- start of it no did it have a burg at the end of it it wasn't salzburg i've been to salzburg though
2: salzburg's nice i spent a week in salzburg yeah. just not too long ago. Well did you? Uh, nice place. Yeah.
1: You got out of country. Um, <laughs> All right.
2: Tight, just a bit. Ooh. Just a bit. When you're important, they'll fly you wherever <laughs> you need to be. Um, <laughs> no, I had to go for work. I had to go for work, so it was uh, essential travel
1: Fine. in the eyes
2: of the government. That's to host a snowboard contest actually Lovely. from Salzburg.
1: I'm glad that's still going on. I'm glad it, it's entertainment that people need. It's um Well,
2: this is what we were saying. It's um you know, obviously we, we said at the start that it's it, the ski resorts are closed to the public but yeah and and skiing and snowboarding is a it's people that love it love it and they live it through um, Instagram and Twitter and social media when they can't go and they very much look forward to their one week a year skiing and snowboard holidays and it's at the moment it's quite bad because if you if you do follow any elite sport athletes skiers or snowboarders you would just think that the mountains were open you'd think that it was all go Mm. but it isn't for us mere mortals we can't just go and go and snowboard or ski so um, yeah a bit of a shame but it's nice to have the entertainment you're absolutely right I
1: guess so I think you know it's similar with, with a lot of sports like you know it's, it's not like we've got um, audiences crowds watching the football but yeah. the league's still happening and people are still getting something out of that it's better that than nothing even when you yeah. know when things lifted a little bit um, and and there were those music concerts that were like socially distanced or they were in those little platforms and people were complaining, oh, it's not the same. It's like, well, obviously it's not the same, but it's something, it's better than nothing. And I'm so glad just to see live music in some manifestation, some form. And I'm actually in awe of the people who are making it work, making it work to put this on um, so we get something. Because it's important and the the industries will then benefit in the long run from them having been some activity.
2: Absolutely absolutely and and you know the the what's the nesp- invention is necessity's the form of invention what's yeah, the phrase I'm i don't know. Something, something like that something like, yeah <laughs> sounds so, like you've
0: made it up sounds you? like yeah. i made it up. Um, yeah.
2: but it is you know it, it's you know like yourself, broadcasting a radio one show sometimes from your bedroom. I know sometimes you go in, but you've done it from your kitchen before. <sighs> yes, and you, you know people have people have had to change and adapt and and do things differently, and it's, yeah, it's been wicked.
1: And we've and learned. Really if, if it hadn't been for all of this, we wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast, looking at each other through Riverside FM slash Studio. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the, all these all of these um, softwares and and um, services like they, they've had to improve very very quickly. It, they would have happened eventually, but it could have been ten years down the line. Yeah. But now all of this remote stuff is is so doable and it's gotten really good really quick.
0: I have missed, and this is only recently, oh, going yeah. out, and I miss appray. I oh. really miss it. I miss being able to get out the mountains when you were out there. Was. Did you partake in oh, some at-break? Of was that a big course of I your... did, totally. <laughs> Come on, give us,
1: give, us, give us the
0: details. I, I had know.
1: a lovely time. All three times I went skiing um, were with my family. Um, when we were growing up, when we were going to school and there were ski trips and things, we I don't know, it was never really... I never even took... You know, you get a letter that you can take home to your parents and they can see if they're interested. I wouldn't even give it to my mum and dad. I wouldn't have even thought to give it to them. It was just... It was never in our in our kind of lexicon. I don't know whether it's it's a cultural thing, because my dad probably would have been up for it, but for my mum, in the same way that getting a dog was never on the cards, skiing was never on the cards, it's just Nigerians just don't do that. So it wasn't until we started to get a bit older and it was more my brothers were like, you know what, we'd love to go on a ski holiday. And we were like, Meh, you know, one holiday a year, we kind of want to go to the sunshine. But we did, that first one to Bulgaria, and just got a real taste for it. My brothers loved it. I really enjoyed it. I really liked, when I was in Bulgaria, I really liked eating tripe soup on the mountain.
0: Right. You go go to this beautiful scenery. It's stunning. The snow's there on the mountain. The sun's glistening off the top of the hill. Got the trees. It's gorgeous. It's brilliant. You're riding down the hill. Your highlight is fucking tripe soup. I love a bit of
1: <laughs> I didn't say it was my highlight. I just said I really did like that. Um, I, I completely understand why that exhilaration when you are speeding down the mountain is is so moorish Like it feels amazing, the freshness yeah. of the air, the way the, the sun reflects off the snow it glints, the sky is so blue it is beautiful, it's stunning and it tastes different, the air tastes different, it feels so good and like taking a big deep breath and breathing in that freezing cold air so it almost grazes the inside of your yeah. esophagus as it goes down um, and then you get back and you get smashed. Yes, and I you do. Like it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. And it's so
2: easy to get smashed. So riddle me
1: this then: we, Did did mom and dad ski
2: or snowboard? Did you get them? Did you get yeah. them sledging? Or? Dad
1: actually turned out to be quite good until the last time we went skiing, which wasn't actually that long ago. It was maybe three years ago. He, uh, I think you you know, your parents were getting a bit older. But my mum never really did it. She um, would go. Walking, she'd say she'd go walking. Perfect. None of us really know whether or not she did because obviously you leave in the morning and then you come yeah. back in the evening. She's back by then. She says I've been for a walk, and we're like, where, mum? She's like, you know, the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> to the mountains. I was like, really, mum? Yeah, I've just done some cross-country mountain walking. I was like, what? Just you know, the mountains. We don't know. Every the all three times that we've been skiing, mum has gone off to the mountains so she said she couldn't tell us where and she didn't seem to have like any special equipment like you see people doing their cross-country skiing like you need you need a large surface area if you're going to get across quite quite deep snow but mum seems to be fine in just her little boots (laughs) walking around the mountains yeah well
0: speaking of mountains I think it's about time we scaled our mountain here and popped to the chairlift let's do it Jelliffs, gondolas, funifors, funitels, cable-driven clostra holes that carry not only people but fluffy guffs up the hill. They're also the perfect dangling chatterbox, a haven for sharing stories and, dare I say it, engaging in Bantz. Bantz,
2: you really went there, didn't you? You really... With a With Z, Z.
0: Bamps. Oh dear. Yeah.
2: Uh, right, Vic. Yes. You've you've had a few ski holidays. What's what's been your highlight memory? What's your standout moment from slipping down the hill?
1: Uh, well, it it probably was just literally slipping down the hill. I remember um, the the last time we went when we went to Les Alpes in France. I I just got a bit cocky. I think we've all been there. I got a bit.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. I I thought I
1: was really something. I thought I was really good. It was the first day as well, and I just thought three
2: holidays in. I mean, you're a pro by then, anyway, aren't you? (laughs) Genuinely thought
1: I was a pro. I think I was trying to do some tricks as I sped down the mountain. Um, and obviously, I fell off the side of it. But the thing was, I lay on the side of the mountain, and people sort of started gathering around. They all looked so scared, and I was like, "Guys, what's the big, what's the big deal? This is so soft, this snow. I'll be fine." Um, and they were like, "Can you get back up? Are you going to be okay? Because, you, like, you don't look like you're in a good position." I was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." And I thought, you know what's the best thing to do? is probably just to just roll further down. Da- if I roll down, I'll just, I'll just meet you all at the bottom. My my, my dad and my brothers were there. <laughs> and I, we were at the top of a mountain. It <laughs> was we so high up. I was just lying on the side of it, on, on the sheer face of it. Um, and they were like, you've got to try and get back up. Because I was only about two metres away from them. And I said, no, guys, let me just roll down and I'll meet you at the bottom. <laughs> and I began to roll. And out of nowhere, all of these men in their, like black celibates came swooping down and caught me and carried me back up and they were like, you were about to roll to your death. Do you know that? I had no idea. I was (laughs) in the whole thing. There were so many people around me so frightened for my life and I was oblivious. In
2: Les Des Alpes the town sits on the edge of a cliff and actually the locals there call that part the edge of the world. So you, I think, were probably rolling towards the edge of the world in Les Des Alpes.
1: I, honestly, I was none the wiser. I was quite happy. And I was like, guys, everyone, calm down. I'll just meet you at the bottom. And I was about to sausage roll myself down, skis and all. And I got stopped. I don't know where these ninjas, these skiing ninjas, came out. They came out of nowhere and hoisted me back up. They sound like villains they in a Bond They looked like film. it. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> You're in the middle and of. The you know what? Film. I, have, I actually have some trust issues on the mountain because at my second skiing holiday. My first one, I'd done classes. I'd gone to the to the school, the ski school. Second one, I thought I'll do some classes for the first couple of days. I'm quite a stubborn person, and I didn't get on with the teacher. And we, he was oh, teaching us yeah. something, and I just felt like I knew better. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like what he was teaching me wasn't <laughs> that's a big mistake where, where was this, this? Was in, Austria this was in, Bulgaria um, Austria. Bulgaria was the first one right and um, he was like teaching me the techniques and I was like it's not that mate it's just not and there was something about him that was just really doing my head in it was I don't know if it was his like he was wearing this stupid uh, Santa hat and he sort of looked like Santa but if Santa was on crack and I just really I really didn't like him and um he started having a go at me for not listening the whole class was there standing starting to get more and more awkward watching us fighting and um, <laughs> we ended up just yelling at each other back and forth and he went right well we're leaving you so he got he said come on class and he got the whole class and he skied them all away and just left me on the mountain lying there oh
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> he left me <laughs> I mean you've, you've, you've gone in as a beginner skier and had a lesson <laughs> with a ski instructor from probably one of the best ski mm. nations on the planet and you've told him that he He was very brusque
1: and it was just his tone he made I just didn't like him that much anyway my brothers were amongst the group that um skied away the class they just left me there and it turned out that I was wrong and that the technique that I was trying to employ didn't work so I just lay down lay down in the snow um and it wasn't until the end of the day the very end I don't know how many hours I was there I just lay there and eventually my brothers and uh, came with my dad skiing they were like oh there she is we knew you'd been left here somewhere thought you would have moved by now um, and they came and picked me up and skied me away
2: <laughs> <laughs> saved by ski ninjas again yeah. I can see a theme I can see a theme happening to your ski holidays oh
1: yeah
0: oh would you look at that view can't see a thing still there's only one way down Vic and that's through the slalom uh, there are five gates between you and a frosty pint at the bottom of the hill yes and to get
2: to the bottom you're going to need your wits about you you need to be sharp the master of detection
0: you see Vic since our first episode we've learnt that we do in fact have listeners Oh, wow. and <laughs> I love your astonishment we want to get to know <laughs> no. those listeners a little better so this is a missing words challenge. Oh, okay. To clear a gate, you need to guess the missing word in our genuine these are genuine listener-submitted stories.
2: This is one of my stories. I once went what? with Chris Akabusi?
1: Um
0: uh, skinny dipping.
1: Went feral. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know what he's like. I,
2: I, once, I once went snowboarding <laughs> oh, with Chris Akabuzi. <laughs>
0: no, he went feral. Uh, you get the idea, okay. clearly. So Tim's going to be on hand with his exceptional commentary skills to describe how you take on each gate. Okay. So
1: are you ready? Yes. Oh, I love this. Okay.
0: Number one. Yes. I was bartering with a lifty in Bulgaria for a pair of goggles at ten quid. He got bored and opened up his coat to reveal
1: a blank. Um, beaver in his pocket.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a nice star, but the oh, she's skied off and she's gone. Oh, she's snagged a ski and oh, it's Ow. gone horrible. Tw- oh no. oh she's uh, missed the first
0: gate. Uh, the answer was pistol. He paid uh, him 15 quid in the end. Question two okay. front tooth knocked out by a what one hour after arriving in resort? Beaver in my pocket.
2: <laughs> she's made the same mistake twice, Tim. <laughs> oh, she's missed the second gate. Oh, she's having a
0: shocker. It was a snowball. Oh. Question three. <laughs> my, my first snowball trip after my cancer treatment, brackets, successfully finished, I had a tap on the shoulder at the top of the lift, and it was my... Friend, Chris Akabusi. Close. <laughs> oncologist. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, look at this. She's missed the gate. Gate three. Gone absolutely
0: horribly wrong. On to gate four. Got plastered on the first night. Stood up on an upturned what? Three holes in the base of my foot for a week. Um, uh, plug.
2: What a gate there. Look at this now. The speed
0: really ramping up. She's in the green. Wow. In your face, instructor in Austria. (laughs) Had a pretty low skill, high speed wipeout slash yard sale. Picked myself up and carried on. End of the day, realised my what was missing.
1: Beaver in my pocket.
2: And she's round the last gate. Oh, it's a terrible turn. as she ducks for the line. And oh, she's
0: 19th. Oh, that story was from gold medal winning Matthew Pinsent, by the way. And what ho- you've just dissed there with your beaver in a pocket?
2: <laughs> Friend of the show, might we add, Matthew oh, Pinsent. Sorry,
1: Matthew. The rower. What was the right answer?
0: Watch. 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 Yeah.
1: He got it back. Still wears it. Oh, fantastic. Tell you what, though, I feel like if you had a beaver in your pocket instead, not only could you tell the time, but <laughs> think of the fun and the japes.
0: That went f- all right, actually. You got plug. <sighs> yeah.
1: I'm a bit out of breath, right. to be honest. I worked hard for that.
0: Obsession with beavers. That's oh, weird. Yeah.
1: Do, you, do you have a saying? Is it just in Newcastle, or is this a, a, a saying for everyone, that you're wetter than notter's pocket? Because isn't that a, a sexual I think reference? it might be, yeah. but just a check, I wasn't sure if it was a thing everyone said.
2: When I did the Olympic commentary and received 332 <laughs> official Ofcom complaints. Wow, what did you say? <laughs> One of them was for when I described one of the snowboarders being as loose as a wizard's sleeve. Yeah, you can't <laughs> say that. You can't
1: <laughs> say that, Tim. Tim, you can't say wizard's no. sleeve. Cause I, You know but, why I know? Because but- I've done the same thing. Oh, have you? Yeah. No,
0: you can't say that can't
2: on air. You can't say wizard's sleeve, they no. They don't like
0: that. <laughs> was this a naive was this a naivety of knowing what it actually meant it was I didn't know what it meant I, until well that's somebody... what I mean
1: I just thought it was a thing people say because it, it is loose you know loose yeah. the sleeves. I mean they it are, is a thing people are loose. <laughs> loose. Are loose. spacious hell. voluminous yeah.
0: <laughs> heading to the mountain without music in your ears or in your head is like reclect wrong uh each week we like to dive into our guests cranial r price to pick out their top picks for the mountain which will be added to our super duper mega playlist on spotify
1: also raclette's not wrong the Raclette's love lovely a bit of raclette. it's really nice actually love a raclette.
0: yeah come on it's just cheese and potatoes Yeah, that's nice anyway this is the part of the show where we ask you to pick your tracks for the mountain so we're going to kick things off with the chairlift yeah. you're on the chairlift And you're on your own because you couldn't get your ski pass to scan on the gate. Uh, Your mates are in front of you. Uh, What are you listening to on the way up? So I've
1: gone for Lizzo, good as hell, because
0: because
1: she was one of the last gigs I went to before the lockdown and it was Brixton Academy and there was this this general vibe that was probably the most euphoric I've ever experienced at a gig. It felt like I was in a church and people were speaking in tongues. We were in a year that was difficult already. People are feeling down and what they needed right then was self-love. They needed to love themselves, to lift themselves up and there was this feeling of ascension and I just thought, you know what, a chairlift is taking you up. It's a very similar sensation. This this for me is a moment that will stay with me and, and it stays with me is particularly because I miss live music it so much I'm holding it in my heart so that's that's where my mind's going for this
0: That is a sensational choice. I mean, everybody loves Lizzo, don't you? Incredible. Everybody loves yeah, she's
1: honestly the energy on the stage is insane. When she's twerking while playing her flute, you're like, I don't know what world I'm in, but I'm in Lizzo's world right now. And she's she just she makes you feel good. She she reminds you that it's it's not about anyone. There's so many songs on that album because I love you that are so uplifting, especially as a woman. It's all about. Knowing yourself, loving yourself, not needing anyone else, celebrating yourself—it's a celebration. So I think when you're on your way up, because I always say that the best bit of everything is the bit just before. The best bit of a night out is the bit where you're doing pre-drinks with your mates just before you go out. The best bit of going home to see my family is on the train just as I pull into Newcastle and I see the bridge and I get excited. The best bit of a holiday is drinks in the airport before you get there. It's the anticipation. So I think there's a real vibe of anticipation in her music. It's it's that bit. That she just she just captures um, an excitement, a lust for life that you're about to fully immerse yourself in, basking, and that's what you're doing when you're in that chairlift.
0: So you're you're at the top. You get you're getting ready to ride down the hill. You need to change tracks now. What what are you going for? I
1: really struggled here because there were so many different songs that I thought could be right. You want something atmospheric, don't you? Because that incredible view that you're taking in, all the sights and smells and sounds of of rushing down that mountain. So do you want to go for something like the knife heartbeats? Do you want to go maybe for like a bit of Jean-Jacques smoothie to people like fully atmospheric? Like let's get dubby with this. Or do you want to go for... Something with, like, a real evocation in the lyrics, something that you can really listen to, that it's almost like it's articulating your time. So I thought, you know what? going to go with the streets, and I'm going to say let's push things forwards. Because oh, oh, lyrically, like, remember how Mike Skinner was dissed when he first came out by so many radio DJs who were really like, oh, you know, it's not proper music. He made it in his bedroom. Like, He's not a real rapper. But no, it's poetry. He articulates things that we might have felt but never had the words to say so concisely that it is genius the way that he puts it together and I think that song you know we're literally pushing forwards he's talking about moving forwards in the way that we we, we take on culture the way that we listen to music like he's saying fuck the major re- labels let's do things in a different way and I think that's the feeling that you want when you're sliding down a mountain probably on my bum let's face it
0: <laughs> this ain't the down; it's the upbeat make it complete so what's the story? Guaranteed accuracy in CD. Latest technology. I, I love The Street so much. When I was growing up, I, I played the drums, and that was my go-to album to play t- to the streets, just play the drums. Because that, that his debut album was just like a... It, the whole thing was like a little Original pirate material, like a, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was the one, yeah. And I... Man, oh, you've taken me back. I'm so oh, pleased no. you brought that song. Yeah. That's so good. Right, you've had your day. Your legs are shattered. You've been sliding down the hill on your ass all day. It's time to hit the bar. You're in the app, Prey. What are you asking for?
1: I'm asking for one song and one song only. And it is Groove Armada, Super Because when this is all over, the first thing I'm going to do when I get to dance with people that I don't even know, sweat with people I don't even know, they feel my sweat, I feel theirs. And we rise as one at the same moment, feeling the same thing, despite the fact our lives could be so divergent, we don't even know each other. And yet that drop is going to affect us as one. That is unity. And that is uplifting. The sun will be beating down on my skin. We'll have cinnamon tans and it's going to be beautiful. Just imagine it. Oh, my gosh. A big, sweaty, <laughs> stink. I cannot yes. wait. That song is the one. Man, I can't wait to add these to the playlist. Describe
2: the folly douche right there.
0: Perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's about it. I've loved it's it. has been so nice to chat to you. Um, I yeah. hope we get to go skiing, snowboarding sometime. I'm not the best person. I mean, I don't know if you got the impression from the things I've said and the stories that I've told that maybe I'm not that much fun to be around on the mountain, but I'm having a great time. Just make sure you've
2: got insurance if we're going together. (laughs) That's all
1: I'll say. Um, (laughs) I'll try the tricks. I'll try and do the tricks. Hey,
2: (laughs) the title's the big giveaway of this podcast, Apre. And that is what it is all about. And we cannot wait Mm. to go and indulge in a bit of Apre with you, Vic Hope. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank
1: you for having me, guys. Thank you. Yes. Vic Hope, everybody.
0: Vic Hope. Well, what a guest. That's it for our show this week. Hey, Tim, uh, if we want to keep up to date with uh, everything that Vic's up to, how do we do that?
2: Just straight over there on the old Instagram.
0: She is at VicNHope. Also, uh, you can send us your most embarrassing winter sports tales by emailing us, theatpreypod at at gmail.com.
2: And if you've loved this, make sure you hit subscribe to hear us every single week when the new episode drops. And to find out who's joining us in the cabin next week, Head on over to our Instagram page, at the Pod, where we'll be revealing that news first, plus a bunch of videos from
0: today and other cool stuff. Thanks again to Vic. Thanks to you, Tim. Ah, oh, stop Wonderful. Thanks to you, Ollie. Wonderful man. And thanks to our producer, Matt Hill, at Rethink Audio. See you on the slopes next week.